0: So we are continuing on in the refutation of errors. Question, do you have a teachable spirit? That's a good question. Calvin, John Calvin, we don't know much about his conversion, but that was the one thing he said that he noticed in himself was when he noticed that he before was obstinate. I know everything, I know it all. And God gave him a teachable spirit and humbled him. And so that should be a question that you should ask yourself. Do I have a teachable spirit? If so, then we will want to know when we are wrong in order to correct our thinking. Is that true? If you are wrong, do you want to know it? There are people that don't want to know. I, my mind is made up. Don't confuse me with the facts. I know what I know because I know it. And don't bother is that your attitude i hope not i pray not so here we see a confrontation with the idea of the free will of man the free will of man is held to be extre- uh to be to the supreme okay that is the undeniable proof of existence you ever run into anybody that argues that well i know that i freely choose to stand over here And now I freely choose to stand over here. I freely choose to do things, and so I have a free will. I know what I know, and I know that I choose all the time. So why are you telling me that I don't have a free will? That's contrary to my experience. And the challenge is, the man with an experience beats a man with a doctrine every day in their own mind. The Bible says God is true, and every man a a liar. Do we lie to ourselves? Are we self-deceived? Yes. So here we are dealing with the exaltation of free will, and paragraph four is dealing with the denial of the corruption of the will of man. Notice that it says that uh, the will is only hindered And in a sense, they're saying God's grace is given to everybody. Everybody has grace, and so everybody now has a free will. That's their argument. Notice, what is the answer? Number one, notice that the focus for the answer to this error is the heart. In other words, do we freely choose to do things all the time? Do you freely choose to do whatever... You delight to do the Yeah, we do. So in that sense, we do have a free will. We freely choose what delights our heart. In the unregenerate man, what is the heart? Who said that? God did, right? Jeremiah, right there. What does it say? The heart is deceitful above all things and uh, one translation and desperately wicked who said that god said it again god evaluates the heart of man genesis chapter 6 verse 5 before the flood and 8 verse 2 after the flood and he says every imagination of the thoughts of his heart was only evil all the day who said that god did God's evaluation of the heart of man is only evil all the day. So what does that mean? When I choose to do something which is a reflection of my heart, what do I usually do? Almost always do, as an unregenerate always do. I do evil in the sight of God. If you go on to Heidelberg Catechism, question 91, it says, well, what is a good work? What is something that I can do that is pleasing to God that's a good work, And it says it has to have the right motivation, the right goal, and the right standard. You can do the Ten Commandments. You can keep the Ten Commandments. But what's your motive when you do? Is your motive because I believe in Jesus, true faith? Is your goal the glory of God or the glory of self? I can do something good. I can choose to do something good with the wrong motive. Does that make it good? No. With the wrong goal, does that make it good in the sight of God? If I'm doing it for self, is that good in the sight of God? No. It's like a triangle, a fire triangle. All three parts, heat, air, oxygen, and fuel have to be there. You take any one of those away, and guess what? The fire goes out. Take away any one of those three, and the good of the work goes out. Do you understand that? Only those who are regenerate have true faith. Only they have a heart That's been changed, that can choose to do good in the sight of God. Does that make sense? That's what they're arguing here in our our answer. Secondly, paragraph four there's a bold denial on the part of the Arminian party of the clear scriptural teaching, basically what I just described. Thus, we need regeneration. We need to be born again. We need God's resurrection power applied to us in order to be saved. And to will and to do of his good pleasure, so the question to you today is, are you born again? Has, has God granted unto you life from the dead? Paul says, as we quoted, "We are all born in sin. We are all dead in sin, including He included himself. And then he says, but God, who is rich in mercy, with which his great love, with which he loved us, while we were yet dead, he made us alive. As he made you alive, are you born again?